Good evening and welcome to Educationally Speaking on KVMR 89.5. This is the show that explores all things educational in our Nevada County Schools. I'm your host, Scott Lay, Nevada County Superintendent of Schools, and with me as always is Kimberly Ewing, middle school teacher at Seven Hills School in Nevada City and the County Schools Arts Coordinator. Tonight, we're going to be talking about our countywide literacy program called Nevada County Reads and Writes, and with us is several of the people who have made it happen. First, we have Megan Floyd, who is the Adult Services Librarian at the Madeline Helen Library. Let's go to uh, Laura. Hi, I'm Laura Papani, and I am the manager of the Doris Foley Library for Historical Research in Nevada City. Great. Thank you, Laura. Glad you're here. Jill? Hi, I'm Jill Davidson. I'm the Youth Services Librarian at the Madeline Helling Library. All right. Welcome, Jill and Shelly. I'm Shelly Covert. I'm the spokesperson for the Nevada City Rancheria Nisanon Tribe, and I'm also the executive director of our nonprofit, which is CHIRP, the California Heritage Indigenous Research Project. Well, great. Well, nice to have you too, Shelly. And thank you for all of you for taking time out this evening to come out and, and talk about the Nevada County Reads and Rights Program. So let's start off with some history of the literacy program. Megan, can you please share with uh, our listeners how did Nevada County Reads and Writes begin and how long has it been running? So the Nevada County Reads and Writes program was developed in 2005. That means it's been running for about 15 years now. Um, it was designed to deepen engagement in literature through reading and discussion. Everyone in the community, community can participate, read a book, share perspectives, attend a program, engage on social media, and build stronger community together. Uh, Laura has been doing Nevada County Reads and Writes for a while. Do you have anything to add? Um, just that from its inception, it was a, um, a collaboration between the Nevada County Superintendent of Schools Office and the County Library, along with some other interested folks in the community. And it's been a very long and um, successful partnership between the schools and the library. Right, and I know, uh, Laura, when I came into this office, I had no idea that this office was part of that. I'd always uh, benefited it as a teacher in Nevada County and then as a site administrator, and then and I realized that. So, yeah, it's just, it's a very, very cool program. Yeah. Uh, and, and each year, I know, pick a new novel or book um, to be highlighted. So, how does, maybe you could talk us through, and I don't know who the best person to talk about this might be between all of you. Megan's got her hand up. We'll go with Megan. Uh, how does that process take place? You know, what does it look like? And then probably the toughest one is how do you choose, you know, the, the book that we pick and, and what to read? Absolutely. Um, we have a committee, including librarians and local county staff, um, representative from the superintendent of schools and, and county residents that choose from a list uh, that's generated by the National Endowment for the Arts. So suggestions for new titles are collected from a variety of sources, including the public, uh, people who get the NEA Big Read grant, which is us this year, um, and past Big Read panelists. Uh, the National Endowment for the Arts narrows the list of suggestions based on criteria, including diversity of genre, diversity and stature of authors, universal appeal of themes, capacity to incite lively and deep discussion, and focus on expanding the range of voices and stories currently represented. 
on there. Now, now given all those, those uh, uh, items you just listed, is there like a master list of books? They say, hey, these meet the criteria or do you just take that criteria and then look for books that fit into that? No, the National Endowment for Arts does hand us a list okay. to go from. So they get a list. So at least that helps a little bit. But I imagine that list could be quite extensive. Oh, yes. Just uh, ballpark number, how many um, books are on that? I want to say around 50. 50, okay. And then so you've got to choose. So how do you choose? So <laughs> I start by sending out a survey to all library staff, to the, anyone who's on the Nevada County Reads and Rights Committee, um, and everybody kind of chooses their top three favorites. Um, we shared it with uh, community members, like the friends of the Nevada County Library, and they kind of help us get that second round of narrowing. And then if there isn't a clear winner, I hand it off to my boss, the Nevada County Librarian, and he makes the final call. Oh, so there, there is someone who, uh, if, they, if it's a tie, because I, I imagine people could be pretty passionate about the book that they want, uh, but that there is a tiebreaker. And, and what, on there, what are some examples of books that we've, we've done in the past so our audience can, I'm sure many of them they've read themselves or been part of this great program? Well, I know we like way way back when we've done Fahrenheit 451. We've done um, uh, well. This past year was Station Eleven, which turned out to be a little too close to yeah. uh, <laughs> close to reality. It was about a pandemic. Yeah, we're not doing that this year, right? We're no, not talking pandemics. No, no pandemics. Nothing year. like that. Good <laughs> alien invasion, all off the table this year. Um, we've had, we did Holes by Louis Sakar. I can't pronounce his last name. We've done uh, a whole variety of books we try to do, nonfiction and fiction and um, books that are going to have kind of a variety of appeal. And we're looking for, even though the, the NEA Big Reads has, has a good selection of books, it's, it's, it's a wide enough variety that we can... Um, winnow it down to ones that are going to be really speaking to our community and be relevant to, um, you know, to current topics and, and current um, uh, areas of discussion for, for the Nevada County community. Mm -hmm. All right. Very good. Yeah. And some of those books you, uh, you listed there, those are, are, are big ones eh? um, and, and great books. Um, so how can county schools and our students get involved with Nevada County Reads and Writes program? Let's say, you know, I have a school that calls me tomorrow or calls you, Megan, or, or, or Jill or Laura, and says, hey, I, I want to get my students involved in this. Um, what, how does that happen? Uh, Jill, do you want to tackle yeah, I that can, one? I can jump in there, yeah. Um, Great, thanks. So there's a lot of um, ways schools can get involved. Um, there is a writing contest that we'll do that um, high, that's open to high school students. And then right now we're doing our logo design contest and that's to all high school students. So that's kind of exciting because they can be, um, you know, the winners of that can be involved in like the marketing for the, you know, the 2021 um, book. And, and they do that through their art teachers at schools and it's open to all high schools, age groups. Um, 
all over Eastern County. So Truckee High School students also be involved. Um, so that's a really exciting thing and the teachers are helping us out with that. Um, and then they also, once the programming starts, you know, next year, there's a lot of different programs that youth can be involved in. Doing a story walk in both Grass Valley, Nevada City, and Truckee with um, some of our read-alike read books. There are picture books, um, Home to Medicine Mountain, Boye Bete, and then um, we'd also like to use Shelly's book, and she can talk more about her book um, for some story walks around town. Um, we'll also be doing some teen panels um, and talking about the book. Um, we'll do some book discussions, and um, we'll have a lot of fun um, youth program to programs to look forward to in March and February. Right. Let's hope so. Yeah, those are that's a a lot you actually do around that book, and, and hopefully, yeah, they won't all have to be by Zoom, but we can actually have uh, some type of in-person engagement with that. Yeah, uh, hopefully. And, <laughs> yeah, and this stuff really rolls out then after the first of the year then in, in January. Is that what you really get going when 2021 hits? And 2020 is is but hopefully a distant memory uh, <laughs> uh, for all good. of us. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. Um, so is the uh, the uh, the cover you're talking about for kids to um, – come up with a design is that going on right now or does that start in January as well so if kids wanted to get going I'm sure you need that before you roll out all the other things yeah, that's actually going on right now and um, we're hoping the entries will come in before the end of October so yeah this would be something that um, students could jump on now and you know start getting their creative juices flowing and um, yeah you can contact the library or like I said you can contact your um, high school art teacher if you need more information about design contest for the okay that's great um and then we've got so is it you had you said there were read-alike books so we've got one main book and then we've got a couple read-alike books is that correct megan yes we have uh, one main book which is the round house by louise erdrich and we do have official read-alikes this year um and the, the young reader, the picture book, is actually the one written by Shelley Covert, um, who's going to talk about that soon, um, that, yeah, we're really excited about. It's a beautiful book. It's a beautiful story. That's great. I didn't realize that we did the companion books to go along, and it looks like we've got them from all ages. So this is really, I mean, is this something you do every year that you have the companion books, or is this something special we did this, that you did this year? It is special this year. Yeah, we're trying something new. Um, we were hoping to get some some good read-alikes uh, going for uh, well. Well, it sounds like then our next uh, we're going to move right to Shelly now, who's been been waiting patiently. But uh, Shelly, let's talk about that because you've got uh, that the um, one of the uh, the books that's being highlighted this year. So Shelly, again, welcome. This can can you tell us tell us a little bit about this book? and, and sure. behind it. Um, so this book um, was part of the grant that we did with the Nevada County Library. And it's um, the story, it's based on my, my grandmother, Carmel, who uh, we lost about three, four years ago now. Um, and she was in Isanon. And her nickname that was called to her by the old women of the tribe was Anitaope. And so this this is the story about Anitaope and her 
special place in the forest. And it turns out, well, I don't want to give the story away too much, but it turns out to be a very special place indeed, um, where she has interactions with the great animals that um, aren't here in the way that they used to be here. Um, for instance, the grizzly bear, the condor, uh, the salmon, the freshwater eel that were all so important to our tribe and its sustainability, um, you know, here before the gold rush times happening, uh, had such a dramatic change on the, the environment and the biodiversity here. Um, and it is in Nisenan. It is in our dialect up here in the mountains. Nisenan has um, eight well-documented dialects itself. And this, uh, it's, it's tough for me because obviously I'm not a first speaker. Uh, we were, when I was young, I was told that my language was an extinct language and that it wouldn't be spoken again among the people. So there is a real sense of pride here and um, I think it shows our stubbornness, um, you know, to continue to come and say that that's not true. And it was very much in conflict with me hearing my grandma sing and tell stories and tell us words. Um, and when I was young, I was, you know, the books and the documents and the academics are always correct. And so it was in conflict with what I was seeing in my yeah, own family. And that was, that was a little tough to understand. Now that I'm older, I see how, how things like that happen. But if, you know, it feels good. It, it's a tough language. It's, um, some of the sounds, a lot of the sounds, actually, we don't have in English. So, um, it's a, it's. It's hard, <laughs> so, yeah, well. um, but it's also a joy to, to share, and I think the kids are going to have fun trying to pronounce some of the sounds in English. And, uh, well, or um, I bet they will, Shelly, and I can see, you know, for, for our listeners right now, Shelly, because all, all these are done by Zoom, she's, uh, her background has the title of the book, and uh, when Shelly's first popped up with the screen, I was very <laughs> fearful of trying to pronounce that myself, and you're exactly yeah. right, though. It just doesn't flow naturally off your tongue right away. So uh, uh, that dialect, because we're not used to seeing it, hearing it. It hasn't been around in quite a while. But uh, well, how amazing for it to be part of our the history of this local area, the Nisanon, and bringing that. So this must have been, you know, I was going to ask you, you know, your, why you wanted to write this. But I can guess because it's kind of a, a passion project. It was the history of your people and, and something that cannot be forgotten. And especially when the, the, it sounds like the lead character is your grandmother. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, um, you know, it is, it's written for children, but I think it's just a good story for all of us. Um, there's a comparison here to the old landscape and the animals. Um, in Nisanan culture, you know, we learned the humans were kind of the dumb ones. And we learned from the animals, you know, we don't have the claws and the good eyesight and the good hearing and the fur. So mm -hmm. living out in the natural world, um, we really relied on those animals. So this is, it's just a really, um, I feel like it's a magical story. Yeah, it, it sounds like that. That's great. Well, right now we're going to take a quick station break. And then when we come back, Kim is going to take over. And so Shelly, I, I think... Be prepared, and I think Kim's going to ask you to maybe read a uh, a part of the book, a, a short thing, which would be great. So we get I'm a, a little bit of, try, yep. <laughs> yeah, a flavor of that. So, all right, we hope you'll uh, join us uh, after the break. We'll be right back. All right, well, thank you. You're listening to Educationally Speaking on KVMR 89.5 FM, and we are here tonight with 
great players in this year's Nevada County Reads and Writes, which happens to have the story, The Roundhouse, as the, the, one of the big books. But we also have special author today, Shelly Covert with, Covert with us. And so, Shelly, you were telling us about your sweet book, about your grandmother. Is there any way you could share um, a little excerpt from the book? I can, and it's also, um, like I was saying a little bit earlier, that it is, it's um, very different from English in some aspects, so I struggle with some of the sounds myself, so you will hear some imploded language, some imploded sounds, so we don't say B, like B, we say B, and you mm. suck in air when you say it, mm. also with the D, we don't say D, it's D, D. And there are some silent sounds like that are um, just different sounds. So um, I would just encourage anybody, there is a, a translation here and there's a pronunciation guide that will help you understand, um, you know, this is not or was not a written language. So it was only spoken. So to have it in writing, we have to chase the different linguists and how they write these sounds. So if anybody struggles, I just want you to know that you're not alone. Um, it's a complex and beautiful language. So I'm just going to share a couple lines, if that's all right. Love um, it. And I will say it in Nisinam first, and then I'll give the translation. Oh, thank you so much. Good. Great. Thank you. Hedem anito ope. Nishinanimum Kam Kadi Kupem Anita Ope Hedem Muki Kupem Kadi. So you can hear some of those differences in the sounds. Absolutely. Wow. And I said, This is Anita Ope. She is Nishinan. The forest is special to Anita Ope. This is her special place. And so I hope you get the book. The, the, I think Laura can talk about the distribution a little bit or Megan or one of the girls. And um, so we're, we're bringing the book to the schools and to the children. So I just hope you get the book and I hope you, I hope you enjoy it. I'm so glad. I'm so happy that we had you on the show, Shelly, because this is so great that we get to be in sort of inside your head as the creation. Mm -hmm. A quick question before we move on. The illustrations look so beautiful. Oh, Was, yes. Tell us a little bit about the illustrations of the book. So the illustrator, um, you know, she is our linguist. Uh, she's very important to the tribe. She's part Cherokee, so she's not Nishnam herself. But she specialized in the Nishnam language. She also does Konkau and Miwok. Um, so we rely on her heavily to help us revitalize the language. Um, and she also started her career as an art person. So she also does illustration. And so that's Dr. Sherry Tash. And, um, yeah, I think the, the collaboration with her translating and then illustrating, it just really lent to, um, lent to the depth of the story. I can't wait to see it. And that Great. takes me to the next part. Um, Shelly, you must be so pleased because there's a special offer to the schools. Um, Jill, do you want to share that? Or is there someone else who wants to share that part of the story that the, some of the Nevada County youth will have? 
You mean for the picture book, correct? Yes, yes. So um, for Shelley's book. The book, this is Laura. This, uh, the book was created as part of a year-long grant that the library received from the state library. Okay. And um, part of the grant funds are being spent to print hundreds of copies of the book with the goal of um, giving them to all of the fourth graders in uh, Western Nevada County and oh, then I love that. copies to the schools and to the teachers as well. So I'm working at coordinating that distribution and I'll be contacting the schools to, um, to, to get all that, to get all that going and happening. That is so exciting. I, I was a third and fourth grade teacher. So when I heard that, I was like, that is going to be amazing because the more people, the more the children have connection to our local community, the more they feel enrolled in the power of learning about it. So um, I'm so excited. That's just like a win-win all around. So yay, Shelly. Um, so yeah, tell me a little bit about some of the other read-alikes. So we've got Shelley's book, we've got the, the Roundhouse. Are there other read-alikes you guys would like to share out to our listeners? So yes, our uh, other main uh, read-alike for Nevada County Reads and Writes. So the main book again is The Roundhouse by Louise Erdrich. And we tried to find books that kind of fit within the themes of the book. So we have a teen read-alike that's hashtag not your princess, which is oh, wow. a compilation of short stories, personal narratives, poetry. Um, it's a really beautiful book and it's very visual. So it's a really nice compliment to the roundhouse. And so appropriate with the hashtag, right? The digital age. <laughs> wow. So, so many rich, um, novel choices this this year i just can't wait to 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 get my hands on them um i'm wondering if you guys it, with our listeners is there a place that they could find out more information about this year's the roundhouse and shelly's book and the teen book yes you can either go to mynevadacountycom slash library and then go to the nevada county reads and rents link in the about section or you can just type in nevadacountyreads.com and that will re-navigate you to the right page. Um, okay, so nevadacountyreads.com. Great. Sorry? I was just saying, I was repeating it. It's nevadacountyreads.com. Great. I was looking for it the other day and I couldn't find it. So, great. Yeah, and then you can also follow us on Facebook at Nevada County Library and Instagram at Nevada underscore county underscore library for up-to-date information on Reads and Rights programs. Awesome. Great. Well, one thing I wanted to, to ask you, all of you, is um, what, what events, I know you guys have a lot of different events, and I was very um, tied into Station 11 last year's read for uh, Nevada County Reads and Rights. Um, how do you guys create the events and, and when will all that begin? And maybe give us a little peek preview of some, some possible events that are coming up. Sure thing. So we're working right now with all our community partners to bring our community some really fun and engaging programs. You can expect some art projects, 
okay. some writing and of course book discussions. Uh, we'll be doing a few discussions for themed for the book with our living room conversation series, which is a conversational model developed by dialogue experts in order to facilitate connection between people despite their differences okay. and even identify areas of common ground and shared understanding. So for living room conversations, we work with a local facilitator from their na national organization to put together interesting and thought provoking conversations. And as Jill said, we'll also be doing story walks in our town. And um, we'll what is a story walk? Tell me what that is. That sounds fun. I'll let Jill handle that one. Okay. Story walks. That sounds exciting. Let's see. So yes, yeah, story walks are something that we've been doing at the Nevada County Library for a while now. And they're really fun. Um, different communities do it in different ways. Um, in Nevada City, we um, work with local merchants and we'll just, we'll pick a story and we print out the pages and we laminate the, all the pages of the illustrations of the books. And we start at the very beginning with the cover and we make a little map for folks to walk along town and it would say, you know, next go to this store and then go to this shop and you could follow along and stroll around the beautiful downtown and read a story at the same time with your family. So we've been doing that in Grass Valley and also in Nevada City and then Truckee, they do one like along a nature trail. So it's really fun. So there's oh, how fun do it. So when we are doing it for the Nevada County Reads and Rights program, we'll be using three stories and we'll rotate them throughout the communities of Truckee, Grass Valley, and Nevada City. So those will be really fun. And those are fun for all ages, you know, to see to see those up. And um, it's it's nice because and then people get to see the the windows of local merchants too. So so that's right. And it's interactive as it goes along your your town visit if you're window shopping. <laughs> yeah. And that's something that we can plan for regardless of what kind of programming we're able to have next year, you know, in February and March. So that's kind of nice too. That's that's something that we can do. And then, um, you know, like Megan was saying to the book discussions, and we'd like to do um, a teen panel to discuss the book and also issues around um, perspectives of Native students and um, just kind of, I'd like to have it hopefully entirely run by youth. So um, that way they can feel empowered to uh, make positive impacts in their community and changes. So. So those are some fun things that we'll, you know, look forward to. And they can either be um, virtual if needed or, you know, in-house. So we'll kind of see as it gets closer to the events and, and give you guys some dates and timelines on those. Yeah, great. Well, and I love the idea that getting the, the youth involved and the teenagers so that they have some ownership in what happens um, and, and such a special and important topic about people's identities and, and heritage. So... What an amazing year this is going to be, you guys. I'm so excited, and congratulations, Shelly. Um, when can we begin to see? Is it about af right after the holidays that we can start to see? I know I'm creating the banners. I'm so excited to get those banners up, but I don't, I don't know when the events are going to start to happen. So anybody want to chime on that? Yes, uh, this is Megan. Our events start on the second week of February, and they run – all month long through the end of March. Awesome. Good. Well, we're all looking forward to it so much. Um, and so on this note, is there anything else for, for this year's Nevada County Reads and Writes? We're so excited. Um, we're so excited. Shelly's book's going to be there um, accompanying everybody else's. And um, anything else that you guys would like to add or... 
I, sh I should also, this is Laura, I should also mention that the book, obviously, it's going to be available in the libraries as well. So um, folks will be Shelley's able to book. check it out. The Shelley's book, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. When, when will that be out? Available there too, so. When will those be out? Um, probably within a couple of months. Great. So right before, like a great Christmas gift. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you all so much. Um, Scott, you're up. I think we're good. I'm really excited about all of these. I know I sign up for getting a book every year. I just love these Nevada County reads. All right. Yeah. Uh, that was wonderful. What great information. It's so great to have a book and I love the read-alikes and I love that Shelley's book is in there and honoring our, our heritage here in Nevada County. It's sometimes a, a a forgotten or overlooked heritage in Nevada County that's uh, getting more and more press, it seems, as of the last couple of years, which I think is great. I know I've done some things with Sierra Harvest, and they've taken us out to uh, to areas that Nissanon were in and, and, and some of the grinding stones and things. So I think it's just wonderful that we've got that. And uh, looking forward to, I'll tell you, I, I am looking forward to reading Roundhouse and the, and the Read-Alikes much more than I was Station 11. I was looking home <laughs> last year. I banned it here in the office. No one can read that anymore. <laughs> uh, that's very exciting. But we'd like to thank all our guests. We'd like, Megan, thank you. Uh, Jill, uh, Laura, and Shelly for taking the time this evening to come on out. We hope you have a great evening and come back and tell us later how it all went. And for Kim and I, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great evening. You've been listening to Educationally Speaking on KVMR 89.5.